cliffcentral.com. Okay, it's time for us to get to uh, Markets.com. It's Markets Mondays. Now, I introduced you uh, about two weeks ago to Solomon, and he is back today to teach us all about how to be better traders. And I think this is really, really cool because we've got to start with the, with the right tools. And um, we're, going to, we're going to explain what Markets.com is and how you can use Markets.com, but also figure out from Solomon what the characteristics of a good trader are, what, what sort of instruments, to use Dr. Hanan's um, examples of earlier, what instruments you should be using, what analytics you should put into place. And I think it's um, with that in mind that I now welcome Solomon Gundin. How are you, Solomon? Morning, Gareth. Are you well? Very, very well. It's nice to see you, and thank you for making time for us this morning. It's, it's absolutely essential that you, that you do this trading thing right. So I'm going to... I'm going to ask you a few questions, and maybe you can help us figure it all out. I just want to point out quickly that uh, we've got a special offer on for everybody who listens to this show. If you follow the link on cliffcentral.com, you can register with markets.com. When you sign up, email us uh, an email to support at markets.com and say, uh, you know, we sent you. Say, Gareth Cliff sent me or Cliff sent me or whatever. You'll get a 30% bonus on your deposit, which is a nice way to start trading. Go along and do that ASAP. So whether you're a new trader looking for a safe place to start or an experienced trader who's looking for low spreads, multi-assets, and high-tech, you will find Markets.com suits you perfectly. So they say that knowledge is power, and at Markets.com, they strive to place that power in your hands. Through their unparalleled, comprehensive, and easy-to-use trading platform, expert insights, and research, Traders are empowered to execute their strategies effectively in all market conditions. So here to tell us more is Solomon Gundin, who is, of course, the MD of Finalto SA. And uh, he is also a global, global market specialist, a trader and a seasoned banker. And we're just going to say this because it has to be said, Solomon, you are not here to, to give us financial advice, but you are here to explain how markets.com works, right? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> we just have to put that proviso in place. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's important because otherwise people go, oh, well, Solomon told me so. And then, you know, they, they blame you because they made a bad trading decision. So let's start off with traders. I mean, a lot of people who come to markets.com will want to be traders. I've, I've seen friends of mine who've made a lot of money on currency trading or on crypto or on stocks and shares in the traditional sense. How do you know if someone is a good trader besides obviously looking at their portfolio and seeing the results? Um, yeah, good question, Gareth. I mean, a good tra- I'll use good trader and smart trader um, in probably the same context. So a good trader is always someone who's got a, a pre-trade and a post-trade mentality. They go through a process. It's a... It's the high probability of success that probably determines whether you're a good trader or a bad trader. Not necessarily profits, but a high probability of success. So the more times you do it and the more success you get out of it will probably determine whether you're a good trader. The good traders also have what they call a portfolio approach to the trading, the trading philosophy. So, for mm-hmm. example, you put your highest amount of equity into your, into your trading strategy or your trading plan and then you leave a small amount in the portfolio for opportunistic moves. GameStop, Steinoff is a good example of cases where those were event-driven opportunistic trades. And so a portfolio approach to trading is important. 
Right. That's why the last point of a good trade is there's a psychology to trading. You need to get to the psychology of trading because it helps you deal with profits, but more importantly, it helps you deal with losses. Okay. All right, so that's all That's all really good advice. Um, and by the way, when we say profits, we don't mean P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S, even though some traders will tell you that they have Nostradamus qualities. I like that. I'm also glad that you mentioned GameStop and Steinhoff because some people have been very badly burnt. Um, and, and obviously, it's the, it's the pedestrians, the non-professionals, the amateurs in trading who often get taken for a ride. You know, there's a lot of talk about the crypto markets at the moment and how the really big players, the really smart crypto people, the people who actually know what the underlying technology is all about, that those people have not been surprised by any of these moves. And the people who've been caught with their pants down are the ones who are just kind of trying something out for the first time. Now, I suppose with Markets.com, you guys have access and you give us access to lots of really interesting info from all over the place. Is there such a thing as too much information? Um, Is there such a thing as too much analysis? And can you get caught up in that stuff to your detriment? Or is the, the more you get, the better? Is that how it works? Uh, look, there is such a thing as too much of information. Generally speaking, as traders begin to hone in on their, on their profession and how to trade and the assets to trade and which markets to trade, you'd find that they'll, hold, they'll have an information ratio that's quite specific. I'd say that's not a bad idea mm. because most analysts will have a certain view on certain markets and you're not outside of that norm. However, if you, make, if you, if you allow too much of information um, to distort your thinking or distort you from your trading plan or trading strategy, you're always going to find research out there that's going to have a contrarian view to your mindset. Mm-hmm. So yes, there is, a, there is such thing as too much of information. Um, and I would say use the information um, that, you, that you're aware of that you've got a high level of confidence in, and then place, your, place that information in t- inside of your trading strategy or your trading plan, and then execute. All right, that's useful. That's good to know. So let's talk about analysis and analytics here, because um, a lot of people have these charts and graphs, and also I see lots of people putting up, you know, uh, virtual uh, examples of charts, and then they've, they've circled something or they've shown a certain trend line and they seem to know some sort of mathematical or algorithmic equation that will guarantee to give you uh, the result that you want and and this is something that you can't possibly go wrong on analytics are part of trading it's a huge part of trading what functionality do you guys have at markets.com with regard to analytics and the decision making process can you explain some of that to us those of us who are not professionals at this yet but want to try Absolutely. I mean, first, let me just say this, that when trading is a numbers game, let's let's be honest about it. And when you see your trading plan in numbers and like you're talking about the charts, the trend yep. lines, resistance levels, it is a thing of beauty because it's displayed right in front of you. Mm. In the past, I think you had a lot of gut feel traders. They're much older traders, but you also had slow moving markets. And so you had a lot of time to you can place a position and go for a long, boozy lunch and get back and the position still holds. I think these days with markets moving in such a dynamic way in nanoseconds, yeah, definitely you need the, the modeling or the technical modeling and the analytics to help your trade or guide your trade through. Now, in the markets environment, thankfully, a lot of the stuff that, that used to be bespoke is now become standardized. Mm. So using 
profit takes, resistance level, moving averages. And then you could get a little bit more complex in whether you want to use the regression analysis or some sort of mathematical modeling, which quite which can be quite easily simulated in Excel to ensure that the trading plan in a quantitative um, way is, is kind of approved. It's, it's been ticked and it works. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the, the, the million-dollar question, and for some people it might actually be worth a million dollars, is what are the factors that you need to adopt when you want to implement a trading strategy? Um, how, how, how does the Markets.com trading platform assist with those factors and the strategy development process? I mean, it, do you have to sit down and actually plot this beforehand? Um, is that what's required? Can anyone do that? Uh, look, I'd say it's a good idea to have a trading strategy because um, you, you're not just, like I mentioned, doing it with gut feel feel or waiting for the stars to be aligned and then you place a trade. I mean, that could go wrong, right? (laughs) Uh, A trading strategy, I would say there's a few steps in a trading strategy. One is research and content analysis. You've got to know the environment. You've got to know the product. You've got to know the asset. So do a bit of of reading and do a bit of work. And please don't ignore the global environment because even though you're trading an instrument of the JSE, Mm -hmm. you are still trading. It's still affected by or impacted by sentiment in the global environment. The second step is choose the asset wisely. Generally speaking, I'd say when you're choosing an asset, trade what you know or what you're aware of. In a lot of the, a lot of traders seem to think when they start out that they are a trader of multiples. Generally speaking, most people can handle three assets probably at the same time, unless you're a person of great complexity in your mindset. And then if you're wired that way, go 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 ahead and play and play on the, on the platform. Mm-hmm. The next step, I'd say, have a timescale or a frequency. So in timescale and frequency, you're choosing the number of trades you put on because remember, we're talking about day traders. Mm-hmm. And so you want to enter and exit the market at a very uh, predefined timescale. In, f- in timescale and frequency, I also refer to the charting. Some may be five-minute traders. Others may be 15-minute traders. And there are those that will be an hour trader depending on what your time and availability is. Right. But if you place the trade in the chart that you know, then you know where to set resistance level, exit levels, entry levels, and so on. I'd say the next step is once you've done that, just hit the trade on the platform. Go ahead and place the trade because there's nothing further. There's no more analysis you can do. Any further analysis will be probably paralysis. Mm. Um, the last step, the last two steps, I'd say, is have some sort of an exit level in place because it's not always the case that your trade is going to go um, in your favor, but have a point where you don't lose all your equity and know and know where to move to move out of that profit take stop loss that the right. platform has will give you the ability to do that. And finally, backtest your your strategy. You might refine it further. You might take out certain stuff. So always go through a process of backtesting your plan. I love it. These are very practical things that we can all do. So we put in place these steps that you've spoken about now. And I like the idea of having the stop loss and the take profit because you can set those at whatever level you think is appropriate. You know, if, you, if you're prepared to lose 10 to 15%, then you set that stop loss there. If you want to take profit after you've made 5%, that, then that could be sufficient for you. But have a plan. Don't just let things go on and on forever ad infinitum, especially if you're a day trader, if you're the kind of person who's trading in and, and, and volatile things like currencies, right? You, you, you've got to have some kind of parameter. Is that right, Solomon? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, were you trading high volatility assets? 
you've you've got to set your parameters probably even finer than you would in a slow in a slightly slow moving asset. Mm-hmm. So currencies, cryptocurrencies. I mean the 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 markets the market is all over at the moment with so much of stuff happening in the global environment. Yeah. Whether you're trading a recessionary UK based asset or you trading a inflation link US asset or just trading the South African rand to dollar. Mm. It's a it's it's a slightly higher volatility trade than it used to be. So absolutely set your parameters, set your resistance levels, uh, pick your entry levels, pick your exit levels and ensure that your your plan is kind of watertight. Now, this does not have to take copious amounts of time. No. You can go through this quite quickly and as you do it more often, it becomes habitual. Mm-hmm. All right. So one one last thing from me. I mean, you are plugged into all of this. You know what's going on. You know what people are doing with their money at the moment. You know what kinds of assets they're buying, what sorts of stocks, what sorts of um, trading they're doing. Uh, Can can you give us any kind of overall picture of where the world market is at the moment? A lot of people are saying you should just hold on to cash right now because everything is kind of unpredictable. Are there certain places where it's just, you know, booming? Are there certain assets that people are are clamoring for what would you say the overall look of the world market is at the moment uh good question gareth i mean if you look at what's happening globally at the moment there's so much of stuff happening across the globe uh, you know whether it's u.s midterm elections mm-hmm. whether it's the high inflation low uh, low unemployment or whether it's the uk's uh, water crisis uh, energy energy crisis um, or the ukraine war and the impact on commodities uh, and here at home, our, our domestic economy has got so much of volatility purely because we're a commodity-based country. Mm. We're affected by international price, uh, price, uh, price uh, uh, referencing. And so there's so much of assets to be traded. I would say the, uh, the, the assets, you could trade crypto because it has a... It has an underline of what it's underpinning the war and what's happening in the war. So there's opportunity. We've seen Ethereum come off. We've seen Ethereum trade high. Mm-hmm. I suppose you could trade gold. Gold seems to be the flavor. Golds come off. So remember in trading, we're not just talking about traders putting on a long position. We're talking about traders also taking a short position as an intraday trader. You're indifferent of which way price is moving. What you want uh, to do, though, is you want to get into the trade on the curve and ensure that it, in, it then results in some sort of a return. Um, I would say in South Africa, currency traders, there's a lot of currency traders, they've done fairly well, but, but currency, like we've spoken about earlier on, is quite a high-risk trade. Yeah. So if you think of yourself as a trader, as, as, a, as, a, as a trader who's got a good plan in place, but you're a beta trader, then don't go trade alpha markets because you are there for beta returns, you are there for exchange, uh, exchange reference returns. However, if you want to play a little bit and you think, well, I can, I can participate and make alpha money, more money, mm-hmm. take on a little bit more risk, but you take more money, then absolutely go into the leverage space, go into the derivative space, go trade a little bit of options. We've seen the Reddit traders make money on a GameStop, American right. Airlines, those kind of stuff, just trading um, on an option squeeze. So there's opportunity for alpha traders, but know what your alpha strategy is. Uh, and also know what your beta strategy is. Awesome. There's a lot for us to take in, and um, I appreciate your time this morning. This is great 
we've got to start somewhere. And as we've said before, um, what I like about, about our audience is that they're interested in learning about all of this stuff. Maybe one of the places you want to learn about trading, you heard about how you can get into options and derivatives. You can do all of that on markets.com. You can also buy more of the traditional things. And, um, and you can trade on currencies, gold, crypto, whatever you like. Go and check out markets.com. It's a good idea for you to familiarize yourself with the platform if you haven't already. And as we said, if you follow the link on cliffcentral.com to register and send an email to support at markets.com, remind them that we sent you. Just say Cliff Central sent me. You'll get a 30% bonus on your deposit. That's a nice big bonus, Solomon. You don't say no to free money, right? No, we don't. <laughs> there we go. All right, so go and do that ASAP. Solomon, thanks so much for your time this morning. It's great to see you again. We will talk to you in two weeks. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Solomon Gundin there from um, Finalto, and they, of course, are running markets.com in South Africa. So go and take a look at it and uh, try your hand. What do you got to lose? Cliffcentral.com.